to us. Fires, touchdown Miami. Waddle snuck into the end zone of Miami. Boy, tight throw, tight window. They had to get that touchdown on that play. They get it. What is up, Dolph fans? And welcome to the Drive Time Podcast, part of the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network, covering your team, your Miami Dolphins. How's it going, everybody? I am your host, Travis Wingfield. And on today's show, we welcome in not one, but two new Miami Dolphins, two household names in this league, two proven free agent veteran additions to keep improving and bolstering this roster. Edge, Melvin Ingram is going to join us. He's new to the Miami Dolphins. We'll also break down his game and talk to the newest edge defender on this Dolphins defense. Plus, we already broke down his game on a prior podcast, but now we're going to talk to the man himself, new Dolphins running back, Sony Michelle from the Baptist Health Studios inside the Baptist Health Training Complex. This is the Drive Time Podcast. That's another Miami Dolphins Every single time I think there might be a little bit of a content lull, some information we don't have to talk about here on the podcast, which I always appreciate because I can then get into my bag of ideas and bag of tricks. But then we get blessed with some new content material here. And what a great gift this is on this Friday to be able to talk to two very proven, very good veteran players in this league. Now, new Miami Dolphins. And we start with edge defender, you know, outside linebacker, defensive end, kind of a little bit of both of those two positions. Melvin Ingram, a decorated free agent on this year's list. And this was a free agent crop that kind of continues to have an impressive list of available players. One thing I saw Greg Rosenthal of Around the NFL Network talk about, or Around the NFL podcast on the NFL Network talk about, was how, you know, we spend so much time talking about the draft, but this year, for whatever reason, there's this unique circumstance where there are a lot of really good players available in free agency. And Rosenthal said, you know, I think that we're going to wind up talking about the guys that sign post-draft a lot more or guys that should have a bigger impact than your second, third, fourth rounders in the NFL draft. On balance, you could have a lot more impact from guys that are signed in the post-draft process compared to guys that were actually drafted as those rookies take time to come along and develop. And he might be right there with Miami, Melvin Ingram and Sony Michelle certainly could have a nice impact on this Dolphins roster. And, you know, looking at the five things piece up on MiamiDolphins.com, I, I frequently joke about tropes, right? You can never have enough this. And I feel like that's every position now in the National Football League. You can never have enough corners. You can never have enough pass rushers. You can never have enough weapons. You can never have enough running backs. Your offensive line can never be deep enough, right? Well, it's true because deep rosters are good rosters. Attrition occurs in the NFL and having guys that can do multiple things and you can be deep with guys that can do multiple things, three, four, five, six deep at that position. Well, it's going to benefit you. So the Dolphins signed three-time Pro Bowler Melvin Ingram to a defense that retained every single member of the front seven from a year ago, a unit that ranked fifth in the National Football League with 48 sacks. And the addition of Ingram gives Miami a fourth edge defender, that outside linebacker defensive end, who finished inside the top 40 in QB pressures last year. We'll get to Ingram's number here in just one second, but Ogba with his 57, Andrew Van Ginkle with his 34, and Jalen Phillips with his 40. 
Let's go ahead now and get into the five things to know about this newest member of this Dolphins defense, Melvin Ingram, who just gives Miami another weapon off the edge in the front seven as a rusher, as a run defender, whatever you want him to do. Melvin Ingram has done it in his professional football career. And that's where we start here with a decade of dominance. And there are no signs of slowing down, at least not that he's showing right now against the run, pass, or in coverage. He has impacted a ton of football games throughout the course of his storied NFL career. Over 10 years in the league, 51 sacks, 74 tackles for loss, and 15 forced fumbles. He's played 128 career games for a career that began with some injuries early on, but since he missed a few games early in his career, he's played in 100 of a possible 112 games since the start of the 2015 season. He's logged 119 QB hits, 385 total tackles, intercepted three passes, defended 29 more, and recovered seven fumbles in his pro career. And he also showed off his explosiveness way back in 2012 at the NFL Scouting Combine, ranking in the 90th percentile or better among edge defenders all time in his 10-yard split, his 20-yard split, his short shuttle, and three-cone drills. He also checked in in the 80th percentile or better in both the 40-yard dash and the vertical jump. What does that all mean? It means explosiveness, and you see it in his game on the tape. I'm going to be tweeting out some links of some reps of his just getting after people with the spin move, with the long arm, with the chop, with every move that he possibly has and features. He really excels uh, in that regard. But age 33... Just no signs of slowing down. Upon his November arrival to the Chiefs last year at the trade deadline, he logged 24 quarterback pressures in his first eight games with the team, three pressures per game. And during that stretch, he never had fewer than two pressures in a game and recorded four pressures in four different games. He added nine more pressures and two sacks in three playoff games. So playing, you know, beyond 17 games at a 33, still getting the job done into January you know, at age 33, impressive stuff. And since 2014, he is eighth among edge rushers with 418 total QB pressures and 19th in sacks with 49 of them. And you want to talk about consistency in every facet of his game. I put up on Twitter a little thread saying you're going to read a lot about his pass rush production, his ability to come into sub packages and help Miami get that third down rush package. Au contraire, my friend, there is much more to his game than just rushing the passer. The volume of his career is very impressive, but the consistency to me is rather jaw-dropping for his career. Here are his quarterback pressure rates, which have never dipped below 10.7%. That was back in 2013. 2021, 11.1%. Anything over 8% is really good. 11.1% in 2021. 2020, 11.9%. 2019, 12.5%. 2018, 11.2%. 2017, 14.5%. 2016, 15%. Then 12.9%, 11.9%, 10.7%, and 11.7% his rookie year. Always double-digit percentage in career pressure rate. For context, Emmanuel Ogba, who finished 17th last year in total QB pressures, he had an 116 pressure rate. So that gives you an idea about what a good pressure rate is. Ogba's very good at 116 Ingram's in that category, that territory, or better, his entire career. His run-stop rate... It's in similar territory. From a volume standpoint, he was top 25 in the league from 2015 through 2019, never having fewer than 32 run stops. What's a run stop, Travis? It's a pro football focused metric that measures running down tackles within two yards of the line of scrimmage. So you stop the play with your tackle on a running game. Every year, he was in that range, giving him the sixth most run stops, 233 
among all edge defenders since 2014. From an efficiency standpoint, again, consistency is the way. Career run stop rates, 9.5%. In 2020, went down to 5%. But 2019, 12.7%. 2018, 9.9, 9.4, 9.1, 8.5, 8.1. It dipped to 5.7 in 2013, and there was 11.1 his rookie season. It's just rushing the passer, defending the run. How about the coverage grade? Well, in his career, quarterbacks have a passer rating of 82.4 when going against Melvin Ingram in coverage. It's He does all three phases. And how that translates to Miami, well, in the five things piece, I put a clip or some clips up on there of Ingram's game. I'll go ahead and tweet those out as well, both as a rusher and a run defender. Again, even with a new team mid-season and a new scheme, he flashed the ability to transition mid-play from penetrating run defender to ferocious quarterback hunter against play action. And in this clip I put up there, you can see the patented spin move that he has on display, which he pairs with that quickness, sheer strength, heavy hands, and a very devastating long arm move, which is used to kind of keep offensive linemen at bay and help you control the rep. And it prevents them from getting your hands off their chest plate. And that ability that he has to kind of shock pass protectors in a variety of situations makes him an ideal fit for most of the game packages you want to run as a defense. Stunts and twists and slants, loop guys around. He can do it with the strength, the speed, the quickness, the lateral agility. It's all on display. And his run tape is equally impressive. There's there's a beauty of the this signing and the multitude of roles that he could conceivably occupy. Last season, Van Ginkle played 801 snaps. Ogba played 755 and Phillips 603. Ingram played 731 and showed that he could be a valuable sub-package rusher or a true three-down player. Either way, you want him to fill whatever role here. He could help the Dolphins' front stay fresh week in and week out. He himself could stay fresh with a limited role in pass rushing. He can do whatever you want him to. He's that good of a football player. And he also, with 10 years' experience, can really have an impact in his leadership role. Here's what he had to say about his leadership role back with the Steelers when he was briefly there for a little bit. My leadership, I display it by my work ethic, what I do on the field. I don't try to be super vocal because I feel anybody can do that. You can pick anybody off the streets to be vocal, but it takes a special leader to do it by work ethic, going out there and leading by example. And he talked about how young players will perceive what he does and take that and put it into their own game. And he said, they're definitely going to be looking at you. I know when I was a younger guy, I definitely looked at every older player just to try to steal something away from them that they did on a daily basis or how they went about their work. That's why I try to go about mine the right way. And Travis Kelsey talked about what his inclusion into that Chiefs locker room did for them last year. Quote, the swag champ, man. You bring a guy in with that much juice and that much swagger about himself, a perennial all-star throughout his entire career, that makes everybody play better. You saw it immediately how much the guys were having fun with it, end quote. So the production, the leadership, what he can do in all facets of the game. The last thing here on the five things piece is his rap game. I'm not going to detail it here at all because I want to hear from Melvin. We'll do that next here on the Drive Time Podcast. You can find the five things piece up on MiamiDolphins.com as well as all the free agent acquisitions, five things on MiamiDolphins.com as well as my sit down video chats with all these new players up on the team YouTube channel. But next we'll hear from Melvin Ingram. After that, we'll have Sonny Michelle on here on the Drive Time Podcast. Your host, Travis Wingfield, brought to you by Auto Nation. What's up, Dolphins? Travis Wingfield here, the host of the Drive Time Podcast on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network. And today I am joined by new Dolphins linebacker Melvin Ingram. What's up, Melvin? How you What's doing? What's happening, man? boss? How you doing? I'm doing great. Good to, good to see you. Good yes, to have sir. you in here. 
Welcome to Miami. How does it man, feel to be a Dolphin? Man, it feel great, man. It feel like something that's meant to be, man. It's a blessing to be here and have this opportunity. You said it's like it's meant to be. So mm. you're as a free agent, you had your pick of where to go. Why Miami and why now? Uh, just because I, me and Miami got so much history. It's a, it's a great young team that's that's on the rise and and and, and got a chance to do something special. So it's just it's, it, it's just something that I wanted to be a part of. So you like the roster coming in here, obviously. Had a chance to meet with Coach McDaniel yet? First yes, impressions there of Coach? Man, I love him, man. High-energy guy, and I love that, man. He bring he bring the energy, and that's what creates the atmosphere. And every single thing he does, media, with the players, everything he does, it's so much up-tempo, high-energy yeah, stuff. It's, it's fun yeah. to be around. Yes, How sir. about the defensive staff? Coach Boyer, you had a chance mm -hmm. to meet him and his staff as yes, well? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I feel like they got a great staff. They got a they got a bunch of great coaches who know exactly what they're talking about and, and, and can point us in the right direction. So we know about the pass rush production through your career, a storied 10-year career here so far. Uh, also a hell of a run defender. I think it kind of gets lost in the sauce, the sauce a little bit there. But I was curious, what mentality is it required to play strong in the running game, to set a hard edge off the outside on defense? Uh, it's just a football mentality, really, man. I, I think in this game you have to be a complete player. And, and sometimes people get lost in, in the pass rush, but it, it also goes with stopping the run. So the complete ones and the great ones, they do both, and I try to pattern myself after them. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I think it's a big part of your game and mm -hmm. obviously what you bring here. Obviously also a new face on this team, bringing 10 years of experience to this club. How do you approach your role as kind of this veteran leader here on this team while getting to know this locker room and building those relationships as you go along here? I just come in and work, man. That's been that's been my mo since the first day I stepped in this league, and and, and I'm always do that. Just come in and work, and, and try to lead by example. I ain't really gonna do all the talking because I feel like anybody can just talk and be a leader. You gotta go out there and put the work in it, and and people see you putting the work in, and they see how long you've been doing it, they naturally gonna follow you. Lead by example, right? Yes, sir. Best way to do it. So speaking of that position group, you got guys that are productive the last several years in the NFL. Manuel Ogba, mm -hmm. great pressure rates. Jalen Phillips, a young guy coming up. Andrew Van Ginkle as well. What do you think about those guys and what they bring to your position group? Man, I think they great players, man, and I'm 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 excited to work with them. I think I think the the future is bright, and I think the way they work and the, and the production they had is only gonna get better. Did you know anybody on the team before you signed here? Yeah, I know a couple of people, and and getting here is it's been dope to be here with them. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's not a bad area too. You know that very yeah. well. You got going yeah. to the Heat game tonight. You said we're yeah. going to make fans very happy about that. Hopefully, yeah. you hear Peppa's uh, early in the fourth quarter. Yeah. There. But being in the league for ten years, you've accomplished a lot. What do you hope to accomplish next in this next phase of your career? Uh, of course, your your goal is always to win a ring, and 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 first you gotta you gotta get there. You gotta get to the playoffs. You gotta win those games and make it to that big dance. But the ultimate goal is to win a ring. Absolutely. Hopefully, we can make that happen for you here in Miami. I had a chance to peruse your Instagram a little bit. Saw some really cool posts with you and your boys. Yeah. I have a two year old daughter. Yeah. It's the very best thing in the world. Yeah. What's something you can't wait to do with your family down here now that you're all in South Florida? Ah, uh, I don't know. It's probably just me and the kids and the fam. Just. Just going to the beach, man, getting on the beach. My kids and my family love the beach, and we get out there with the kids on the beach and just have fun. The smile said it all, really. Yes, sir. Is, the, is there a particular beach you like down here? No, not a particular any beach. My kids don't they don't care as long as it's a beach. <laughs> as long as there's yeah. sand and water, yes, right? Sir. I recommend Dania. It's right up by the airport down there, but okay. it's a little bit low key. Not a lot of people go there, so okay. I like the fact that it's not so so hustle and bustle. Nah, maybe dope. you got something there. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, something else I saw was was your involvement in the sneaker game. I mm -hmm. know some folks around here be pretty excited about a potential pop up sneaker shop. We gonna yeah. have any of those? Yeah, yeah. We 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 definitely me and my staff we definitely working on it because uh, I own a mobile sneaker store. Right now, where we just we just pull up places and 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 let people come on and buy shoes and 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 see the truck, so it's definitely it's definitely a potential. 
you might have a, uh, some business to do here. I mean, some yeah. players and, and not also yeah. the employees too. Yeah, I know a lot of folks sure. out here into the yeah. shoe game. Not I wouldn't sure. be able to let you out of here without asking you about the rap game. Yeah. Uh, any new albums in the work? Any collaborations? Anything yeah, like that? yeah, no, no, no. We working on. I'm, I'm working on finishing the album right now. We, uh, we probably about eighty percent finished. And we working on it. It's it's a dope project though. Very cool. I asked Tony Michelle earlier. He said he's retired from the rap game. He nah, said leave it to me. you. Yeah, I'm 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 still in it. All right. And I also mentioned Teron Arms. Did you know about his? Yes, at all? yes, definitely. I definitely heard his music. And me and him talked from day one about doing some stuff together. So we definitely gonna get in and do some stuff. Let's go. Let's go ahead and leave on that right there. Yes, Melvin sir. Ingram, New yes. Dolphins linebacker. Appreciate Thank your time today. Yes, man. sir. And there he goes, New Dolphins linebacker Melvin Ingram. Fun chat with him. Let's go ahead and take our last break and come back on the other side and catch up with New Dolphins running back. Sony Michelle. What's up, Dolphins? Travis Wingfield here, the host of the Drive Time Podcast on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network. And I'm joined today by new Dolphins running back, Sony Michelle. Sony, welcome in, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We're happy to have you down here. So has it hit you yet? The fact that you're back home where it all began? Um, I think it's kind of setting in now. You know, I'm in week two, um, getting acclimated with everything. Um, getting into a routine. So it's going good so far. So I saw you wearing the number 34. I grew up a, a diehard Dolphins fan. My favorite player of all time is Ricky Williams. Is that a coincidence or did you pick that number for a reason? Um, I didn't pick that number. Um, I'll say it was one of the numbers. I mean, I initially picked it, but there was only like four numbers available for me. So knowing the history behind the number, I picked it, you know, to kind of set the bar high. I think it's a good looking aesthetic, like 34 and a running back. What's better than that? There's so many legendary backs that wore 34. So aside from the homecoming here, you know, obviously coming back, a former American Heritage product, what attracted you to come to the Miami Dolphins and play your ball here? Um, seeing the foundation that they're trying to build, uh, the players they had coming in, the players that was here already, seeing these guys work, playing against them, um, knowing what they're about. And, you know, coming here to try to be a part of it, to try to do something special. You know, was something I had in mind. Was part of that the coaching staff and Coach McDaniel and getting to know those guys a little bit? Oh, yeah, definitely. Knowing him, knowing a little bit about his background, the schemes he run, the, the, you know, the way his players talk about him. So knowing a little bit. I like that he brought you, Raheem, and uh, Chase up here from the NFC West. I guess guys that were close in his backyard there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows what he's got there. So also running backs coach Eric Sudisville has been in this business for a long time, been here for a long time. How excited are you to work with him and kind of absorb some of that wisdom that he can offer you? Oh, man, I'm excited. Um, knowing a little bit about his background, knowing you know some of the backs that he's coached, uh, some of the wisdom that he can shed on the room, on me. Um, you know, I like to, you know, pick his brain a little bit so I can add to my game. So it's been pretty cool so far. He's coached a bunch of really good backs. And, you know, we talk about you coming here to Miami. What would you say the Dolphins are getting in Sony Michelle as a player? Uh, man, they're getting, you know, I would say me being me, a high character guy, a guy that's going to come in, you know, put the team first and just work hard. I touched on your, your teammates here in the backfield a little bit. We Also, I got to add Miles Gaskin, Savon Ahmed, Jared Dokes, and the whole crew. What do you think the Dolphins have here in the stable with those guys, adding you and Raheem as well as Chase? Um, that was one of the reasons why I came, you know, knowing that they had an elite group of backs. Um, all these guys are starters, you know, potential starters. And coming here, I knew that iron sharpens iron. If I want to be the best version of myself, I got to compete against the best. So... That kind of helped make the, made the decision. I've heard that phrase a lot on this team this year. Iron sharpens <laughs> iron. So I'm looking forward to that. In your opinion, what makes you know what what creates a a really quality, not running back by committee, but you mentioned having so many guys that are capable. What's the key to having that all kind of click together and working together? Um, 
you know, ultimately you're on the same team, you know, number one, you want to compete. And then, you know, being, being, being the biggest fans, for, you know, rooting for the guys that's in the same room, you know, wanting them to succeed, wanting the best for themselves. Um, and ultimately, you know, building a bond. And once that bond is created, it kind of, it kind of set the bar high and everybody kind of understands the standard and, and that will, that's what carries us through the season. That's a great answer. You talk about those guys being in that room together. You've been here for two weeks now. You mentioned, has there been some competition, some good camaraderie building in that room? Um, I would say right now, just more bonding, mm -hmm. um, getting to know each other, getting around the guys and, and, and doing, you know, little stuff. You talked about Coach McDaniel a little bit earlier. What about the system that his staff and him have been installing here? Are you pretty excited about what's to come here with the running game in Miami? Definitely. <laughs> I know you know, they're big on explosive plays. We have explosive guys on the outside, um, and they're committed to running the football. Can't ask for more than that, right? Can't ask for more than that. <laughs> That's exactly right. So you've been – I talked to you a little bit about the my fair – college football playoff game of all time that you played in at Georgia there against Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl a few years back. You've been on two Super Bowl teams, the college football playoffs, the national championship game. What have you learned throughout the course of your career to kind of, I guess, what can those experiences in those big time games uh, kind of teach you about being a pro and how you can kind of impart that wisdom on the rest of the guys here? Um, it's all about sticking to the process, um, you know, and part of the process is, you know, all the different phases. I missed phase one. I came towards the end of phase two and now I'm in OTAs and, you know, creating those habits so we can, you know, go into the season with, with good habits. Um, hopefully, you know, putting my head down, working and me being a leader, one of the leaders in the group that, you know, guys can, can watch and hopefully they can follow. I can follow. I can learn from them. We can pick each other's brains. And I think that's the most important part is, um, you know, sticking to the process, learning from it, and kind of building that core foundation so we can carry through the season. You talk a little bit about work ethic and just, you know, putting in the work that's required this time of year to be productive come September. And going back to your college days, I read some some testimonials from a pair of your former college and then Patriots teammates and David Andrews and Isaiah Wynn, and they both really praised the way you work and the way you go about things. Where does that come from? Like, where does that, the way you learn how to be such a pro, where did that come from for you? Um, I would say, you know, the foundation that my parents uh, built, you know, it started inside the house, um, you know, working hard for whatever you want, you know, understanding where my parents come from. They came from Haiti. You know, they they were immigrants that came over, dropped everything and they had to start from scratch. They had to work for everything that they wanted. Um, and me seeing a little bit of that um, because I was so young, um, you know, I kind of I felt like I grasped some of that energy, some of that you know, information that was going on around me and kind of applied it to, you know, the different levels that I played on, whether it's little league, high school, to college, and now in the pros of, you know, trusting the process and not really trying to cheat it. Learn pretty quickly how to how to work under your, your parents growing up a little bit. I mean, it's, that's that's the stuff I read about was just how even in high school, you were a big time, you know, pro, uh, prospective at American Heritage. They're a legendary school here, but it's, they always went back to the way you work. So just the way you kind of came up was what's what started all that, I guess. Yes, sir. Makes the most sense. So also did some research on your Instagram and, and I saw you just celebrated. Uh, was it your daughter's third birthday? My daughter's third birthday. Okay. So I've got a little princess back at home myself. Her second birthday is on Saturday. And I'm going to tell you right now, the tantrum stage has hit us. And I was just curious if you had any advice for how to deal with these meltdowns that come up every couple of hours, it seems like for me. Um, <laughs> No advice because I'm learning as it go. So I can't, like I know. Um, I just try to 
just try to be there for them. And just try to, you know, make them as comfortable as possible. Hopefully, you know, teach a little bit. The little that I know, try to teach. <laughs> and then, um, you know, just watch them grow. That's all you can do. Yeah, it's the best, man. It's it's the hardest thing, but also the best <laughs> like at the same time. It's funny how that works. A couple more questions for you here. We got Melvin Ingram coming in next to the podcast here. And I know he's pretty musically inclined. I was told you are a little bit as well. What do you got in the hop in the hopper for uh, music coming up here? Um, I retired. Okay. So I was a, <laughs> an ex-rapper. <laughs> I, I retired. I kind of put the music aside on more of, you know, diving deep into some of some of my favorite artists um, and, and kind of just using that to, you know, keep me in the right headspace. So no collaborations with you and Melvin and, and Teron Armstead also raps a little bit yeah, too. No collabs. Those boys are good, man. I don't know if I'm as good as those guys. <laughs> no, no problem. Last question for you here, Sony. What are you look, looking forward to most about your return here to South Florida, whether it's football away from the field? What are you most excited about here about coming back home? I'm excited to, you know, to one, you know, getting the opportunity to compete and try to make the team and winning some football games. Can't take more than that. Sony Michelle, new Dolphins running back. Appreciate your time today, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And away he goes. The free agent edition interviews keep rolling on. You guys can find those video elements up on YouTube, on the team YouTube channel, as well as all the veteran sit-downs we've done and rookie sit-downs as well with the four draft picks up on the Miami Dolphins YouTube channel. Coming your way on Monday, we have one of my favorite podcasts every year that we do, the comprehensive roster review following the what should I say? The uh, primary portion of the off season. I know we just got Melvin and Sony in here, which is a great get in the month of May, but typically after the draft, it winds down a little bit. So we cover the roster in its entirety. It's a lengthier edition of the drive time podcast that coming your way on Monday. In the meantime, that's going to be my time. You all please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. You can follow me on Twitter at Wingfield NFL. You can follow the team at Miami Dolphins. Check out the Fish Tank Podcast with Seth and OJ, Tua, Jalen Phillips, Nick Needham, their last three guests. Go back and knock out all of those. And also check out our Twitter Spaces show every single Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. I believe we get OJ McDuffie back this week. He was down this past week. We get him back now, though. Again, the YouTube channel for the interviews, as well as the Fish Tank interviews for media availabilities and Dolphins Today. And last but not least, MiamiDolphins.com. Until next time, fins up. Caroline, Daddy's coming home. And happy second birthday, sweetheart. I love you.